planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Harlot from the Butcher Babies. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Kelvin Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. It's Wednesday 13th. This is Dad from Yellow Drive. This is from Water. You're listening to Rabbit Noise. On Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. Welcome back to Rabbit Noise on Rabbit Radio. That was MK Ultra by Periphery. We'll be in the country in October with Devin Townsend. And my guest on the program mm-hmm. now from the band is Michelle Mansell. Great to have you with us tonight, man. What's going on? Hey, how you doing, man? We're just enjoying some uh, downtime from touring right now. Oh, cool, man. What, what do you what do you sort of do on your downtime? Well, uh, personally, I keep busy with uh, recording projects or uh, whatever I can really, uh, well, that and uh, video games. But I can't play video games all the time or uh, I will hate myself. So I do try to keep busy with writing and recording. Uh, and I have a, I have a few side projects. Uh, or just generally working on my mixing or things like that. Awesome, man. That's mad. Well, I have to say uh, that this tour really came out of nowhere and, you know, surprised a lot of people. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's like the ultimate team up. It's just, it's just phenomenal. Uh, you've toured with Devin Townsend before. So do you guys ever like jam out together, you know, backstage and stuff? You know, it's funny. Devin always has a, a guitar backstage. But but and he's got like a guitar set up and a pedal board and whatnot, um, and you know he'll let any, anyone jam on it, and oftentimes he'll be jamming on it because he's really good at just kind of making music happen, uh, as we all know. So uh, we'll, we'll pass it back and forth. But like as far as as far as like a formal jam session where we're both sitting there, I, I don't think so. But we'll trade back and forth and you know show us some stuff or. We'll, uh, we'll show him some, some riffs or whatever. He plays in a weird tuning, too, so it's a little bit difficult. But, no, it's good times. Like he's, he's, he's a great guy to hang out with. That, that whole band is awesome to hang out with. He is. He's a really good guy, and he's always got times for his fans, too. You know, he'll let, he'll let people come up and just uh, have a lash of his guitar, too, which is bizarre. <laughs> so I don't know many guitars. No, it's, or... it's a really it's a really chill vibe. Like honestly, that band, that whole band and their whole crew are awesome, and uh, we just get along. It just feels like we're a big family on tour. Um, we we had such like honestly one of the most fun times ever touring with that band. I know a lot of bands say that, but but I, I really do mean that. So this is just going to be a straight up vacation with our buddies. It sounds like it's just going to be epic, man. Well, you guys actually just released uh, your double album, Juggernaut, Alpha, and Omega at the start of the year. And it's, you know, personally, it's already up there with some of my favorite double albums, like, you know, The Fragile and Melancholy. Have you guys got plans to play that live? Wow, that's really nice of you to say. Oh, man, it's true. I really, really dig it. And, uh, you know, there's not a lot of bands doing double albums these days. So it's definitely, it's, it's something special. Um you know, will you guys play it live from start to finish at some point, or you know, maybe make a movie out of the concept like The Wall? Um, as far as making a movie, I mean, that that would be awesome, but it's just so expensive, and there's no money in this industry anymore. So that's <laughs> that's sort of a difficult thing. 
As far as play the album front to back, there's honestly just one very annoying sort of consideration that would need to be figured out, which is that it just so happens, like this wasn't done on purpose, but it just so happens that every consecutive song just happens to be in a different tuning or on a different guitar, so six, seven, and eight string guitars, and, and we have various tunings to where it would be a real pain, like we'd have to have our tech sort of on point, constantly switching things out, which is fine. It would just require a, a lot of people to come out. It would have to be a big thing. Um, I'm personally all for it. Uh, I am, unfortunately, only one-sixth of the vote in the band. So all I can say is that I'm all for it. Uh, but, you know, right time, right place, and if we can get our crew together, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to do that, personally. That would be amazing, man, especially like for like a DVD or Blu-ray or something release as well, because I know there's so many fans out there that just would love to see that from start to finish, you know, like The Wall, you know, that's that's one of my favorite shows. Yeah, I mean, it's, to, you know? yeah, and it would be a, it'd be a real challenge, it'd be a real challenge for us, honestly, but, uh, but it's the kind of challenge that I think would be a lot of fun, too. Definitely, man. Well, hopefully, you know, you guys can work it out, maybe just have, you know, a bunch of guitars backstage and have someone run them out to you or something. But, uh, yeah, hope you figure oh, it I out. I mean, we, we can figure that side out. It's just, it's just a lot of moving pieces that need to move together perfectly. And it's not the kind of thing that we'd want to do and sort of half-ass. We'd really want to make sure that it was a, a properly done thing with, with great production and everything. Um, so, I mean, I guess it's not just a matter of if as so much as a matter of when, but I would love to do that. Awesome, man. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick break and go to the track Graveless from Juggernaut Omega now, and we'll be back very soon on Rabbit Noise. And we're back on Rabbit Noise with Misha from Periphery. Now, I have a lot of guitarist friends down here who respect you guys uh, as musicians, and especially you as a, a player as well. Have, who, who have you met over the years that has had the biggest impact on you personally as a player? Oh, man. Um, there's a lot of people. And uh, I don't know. I feel like it hasn't had a very big impact or as much of an impact as it should have because I still absolutely hate the way I play guitar. But, um, but I mean, uh, you know what? Growing up with uh, Tosin living 10 minutes away from me, that was great. That was lots of free, free <laughs> lick trading and lessons. Um, you know, he's, he's an incredible guitarist, an incredible creative force, and just kind of having him over all the time and, and hanging out and just seeing how he approaches the guitar definitely opened up a lot of ideas. Growing up and wanting to be John Petrucci, that's a big one there. Uh, you know, that was kind of the moment when I sort of transitioned into trying to be a serious guitar player rather than just kind of fussing around with open chords and whatnot. And, um, I mean, just uh, sort of seeing what you could do with an instrument and sort of how to how to arrange things and arrange solos and write and pick pick the correct notes and things like that. Huge, huge influence. And maybe maybe in some ways uh, one of the people who made the biggest difference in how I started to approach music. That's awesome, man. I've, I find it actually really surprising that you said, you know, that you, you don't like the way you play when there's millions of people out there that love your, your playing. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, that, that like, I got appreciated, and that's nice. You know, it's it, the way that I feel about myself is not going to change based off of what other people say. You know, it's like I know mm -hmm. the things that I know to be true, and I, I am aware that I am just focusing on my weaknesses. But like, that's 
kind of the only thing that matters to me. It's like that's what I want to improve on. And I feel like I have weaknesses everywhere that I'm working hard to try to clean up or whatever. So, yeah, I hate the way I sound when I play guitar, and I'm I'm working hard to fix that. Oh, man. Well, you know, I, as I said, like you, there are millions of people out there that, that do love your playing. But, you know, you're your own biggest critic, I guess. It's like me with my singing as well. You know, you always keep pushing and, and trying to just better yourself as a player, I guess, and that's that's what makes you a good musician. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I always want to have a goal to work towards. So, I mean, that's a good part of it. Is, uh, I'm always trying to improve. <laughs> You've actually been doing this for a while now. Uh, what is the hardest thing about touring uh, or being a touring musician that you might not have realized before things took off? For you guys well i mean i think that these uh these challenges change depending on what the situation is um for example a great one is uh when we go to australia jet lag man you you know uh that's such a big factor and mm. how well rested you are and sort of like well honestly how well rested you are affects everything that you do <laughs> including your performance so it's it's always a bit difficult to play your absolute best when you're just like flying in the day before, which is usually all we can really afford to do anyways. Um, but uh, but luckily the crowds in Australia are amazing and we get kind of this adrenaline kick from from playing. But uh, but yeah, the jet lag affects every aspect of that whole tour because the time difference is so big that we really only kind of get adjusted by the by the time it's the end of the tour. And then we're heading right back home. <laughs> so, um, so that's 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 one challenge. That's one challenge that maybe people don't realize. Uh, another one, which is maybe less true on international tours, but uh, but on a lot of tours, it's just there's so much downtime. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like they say, like you're, you know, the 23 hours are all leading up to that one hour where you get to play, uh, and that's so true. It's like if 23 hours to figure out what to do with, and some of that's sleeping, and some of it's not. So. You gotta find ways to kill time or be productive in that time, uh, and uh, and that's definitely a challenge sometimes. What do you do to keep yourself sane? You know, on that downtime, like you know, you, you said you play video games and and stuff like that, and you're probably on planes all the time. So you know, do you read or you've got like a little DS or something that keeps you busy? Um, I mean, one thing that I've been doing a lot of lately, other than playing video games, um, is uh, practicing my mixing uh you know i love writing but it's difficult sometimes to do that uh because you kind of need an area <laughs> but yeah. uh for mixing i could just kind of grab my headphones and and do it just about anywhere so um i just like to practice that just yeah. that's that's sort of a fun thing that uh you know you can work on forever you'll never quite be there uh and it's a great way to kill time absolutely fantastic when the hours just fly by so, uh, so that's one thing that I've been doing lately. Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, um, while you guys are down here, do you think you'll you'll have time to do maybe uh, meet and greet with the fans or uh, maybe some clinics or something like that? No, unfortunately, I think this is a pretty quick run, and uh, the meet and greets are usually reserved for the headlining band, um, just so that it's not too uh, crazy. So I don't think that we'll be able to do a meeting group, which is unfortunate because we actually really enjoy doing those. But uh, maybe next time when we do a headliner, um, or not maybe, next time when we do a headliner, we will definitely <laughs> do that. 
that'd be awesome, man. Because I, as I said before, like I got heaps of guitarists, mates that would, you know, love to uh, shake your hand and uh, pick your brain about playing a little bit. We actually have a great time doing it. I mean, I know I know you're supposed to say that, but it's actually a lot of fun, and it also gives us something to do to kind of kill some time in the day. But like, it's nice to get to know our fans, and we've actually learned a lot from kind of getting a sense. Uh, of, of who they are and what they do, uh, it's been it's been a really cool experience for us actually. That's awesome, man. Well, yeah, hopefully next time, dude, we'll uh, we'll get to uh, catch up with you. Well, uh, have you guys got plans for uh, a next release? I oh, know it's still early days. You've only just released a few months ago, but uh, you know, have you got something else on the on the uh, horizon? You know, uh, <laughs> as much as as uh, we want to write and release stuff constantly. I think we need to let this one breathe a little bit before we start worrying about it uh, <laughs> or worrying about the next one. And truthfully, we we write in such a reactive way that we're kind of going to figure out what our next release is going to be once it's actually time to start getting work on it. We always write and we always have material we're working on, and that's just the way that we function. But when it comes time to actually putting something together, that's when we'll look at all the demos we have and see what's working, what's not, what's resonating with the band, and uh, what's uh, inspiring everyone to actually turn these small ideas into songs. And uh, I have literally no idea what, what that's going to be or what our mood or vibe is going to be then. So uh, I can't even predict when this is going to be or what it will sound like, unfortunately. <laughs> well, man, it's it, we, we can't wait to hear what you guys come up with next, especially after, you know such a, an epic double album you know i think you know people are, are, are still spinning it which is a, a good sign man and uh it's yeah can't wait to hear some of those tracks it's a, it's a, lo- it's a long one it's a very long one we want people to sit with it because there's a lot there's a lot to it and uh we worked very hard to make sure that there would be a lot to it um i could probably safely say that our next album will not be a double contest I think we got that out of our system for a few releases. Uh, they will go for something uh, shorter and faster. Who knows? <laughs> Not a triple album. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, we're going to go to the classic periphery track, Icarus, with now. Thanks for hanging with us tonight, man. And we'll see you in Brisbane on Thursday, the 22nd of October at Max Watts. Thanks again, brother. And uh, we'll see you on the road. See you there. Thank you so much for the interview. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 